Good morning everyone, it is Thursday, it's the 15th of April and it's National High Five Day. A big happy birthday to Emma Thompson, to Seth Rogen, to Maisie Williams and to Emma Watson. There were 431 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and an additional 12 deaths. And after the news that AstraZeneca is no longer recommended for the under 60s, Taoiseach Michal Martin was keen to reassure people that the vaccine programme is still on track. There will be meetings over the coming days between key uh, actors involved, key people involved here in the vaccination programme. These issues are kept under constant review. Uh, And as I said, you know, there there is a significant objective here in terms of protecting people from the virus because we don't want the fourth wave uh, if we can avoid it at all costs. Uh, And I think vaccination is important in that regard. Vaccination is also important for the economy. And just as Ireland was worried about supply, Ursula von der Leyen popped up with some good news from Pfizer. We have reached an agreement with BioNTech-Pfizer to once again speed up the delivery of vaccines. 50 million additional doses of BioNTech-Pfizer vaccines will be delivered in quarter two beginning in April. That will mean over half a million extra doses for Ireland. The government has now opened a portal for vaccine registration, but it's a bit complicated. It's limited initially to people aged 65 to 69, and then it's further limited by day. Do you know what? I'll let Minister for Health, Stephen Donnelly, just explain this one to you. They'll be able to register this week. So as of tomorrow, tomorrow we hope that people who are 69 years of age will go online and will register for their vaccine. They'll then be scheduled in uh, a vaccine centre for that. And then the next day, those who are 68, 67... Uh, etc but down to 65 uh, and then the hse and, and and we will make a call as to when we then expand that for for 60 to um 65 year olds yeah so it is it, it is a good day i mean we're, we're, we're dealing with a lot of complexity obviously but it's great that we keep that progress going oh and when he said tomorrow that actually means today so if you're 69 you can now register on the vaccine portal he also had some thoughts on making best use of our new supplies, a Pfizer vaccine. We are looking for options for how we can keep the pace of the vaccine programme going, given the, given the news we've had, the recommendations we've had, and certainly uh, extending the interval for Pfizer uh, beyond the four weeks is something that is, that is being looked at. It was a big day for the US military as Joe Biden had a major announcement on US troops in Afghanistan. I'm now the fourth United States president to preside over American troop presence in Afghanistan. Two Republicans, two Democrats. I will not pass this responsibility onto a fifth. I've concluded that it's time to end America's longest war. It's time for American troops to come home. The date for departure is set for September 11th, 2021. Almost exactly 20 years since troops were first deployed in the wake of the 9-11 attacks. That did not go down well with Republican Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Bizarrely, they've decided to do so by September the 11th. Apparently, we're to help our adversaries ring in the anniversary of the 9-11 attacks by gift-wrapping the country and handing it right back to them. It's now 100 days to go to the Tokyo Olympics and yesterday saw the Games mascots unveiled. 
they've got some very strong Pokemon Go vibes over there. More worryingly, a recent Japanese newspaper poll said that 70% of people in Japan don't want the games, which will have no foreign spectators, by the way, to go ahead. Sir Hugh Robertson, the chair of the British Olympic Association, says it's not actually surprising. Games are never terribly popular in those cities in the period running up to the games, and then the population switches about two or three days, two or three weeks out. We saw that here in London, of course, in 2012, and gets behind it. So you've got a bit of that. But, you know, but of course, the thing overhanging all of this is the pandemic. And if you have parts of Japan locked down, and of course, they are locked down in part at least because the organisers want to create a secure and safe environment for the games themselves. If you go out and poll people in the middle of that, you know, it's no surprise you get the sort of figures you've got today. It was the second night of quarterfinal action in the Champions League last night as Man City easily beat Borussia Dortmund to take a place in the semi-finals and continue chasing the quadruple no less. For Liverpool it was a different story though. They failed to score against Real Madrid and went out of the competition losing 3-1 on aggregate. Jurgen Klopp says at least they didn't lose last night. The performance in general was, was good. That was uh, much better. So we didn't lose the tie tonight. We lost it definitely in Madrid. And it was uncomfortable for, for Madrid, definitely. We were, we were good. We were aggressive. If you like that, then you'll love the Sports 7 podcast. Search for it in all the usual places. Mick Jagger is back. He's just released a new lockdown song with Dave Grohl called Easy Sleazy. Now, it's no gimme shelter to say the least. Boasting lyrics like, took a samba class, landed on me ass, trying to write a tune, hooked me up to Zoom, so not exactly Shakespearean, says you. The main thing, though, is that at 77, he's having the time of his life, and he loved working with Foo Fighters frontman Grohl. We played together on Saturday Night Live. We did a couple of Stone shows together. But, you know, we've kind of kept in touch, and I really like his style. You know who Charlie is when you hear him, and you know who Dave is when you hear him. His definite personality comes through, you know? And he's kind of really rocky and lots of energy, which I like. And I said, well, what do you think? Would you like to do something? And he said, send me the song. He said, I'm going in tomorrow. I love it. So he just did it like straight away. There's a brand new Fast and Furious movie on the way. Incredibly, it's called Fast 9. That's a lot of speed and anger over the years, isn't it? Anyway, the usual crew are back together including Vin Diesel, and they're facing down a brand new enemy this time in John Cena. It hits screens on June 25th. You miss the old life. Do you? Every day. Y'all ever thought about the wild missions we've been on? We've taken out planes, trains, tanks, and now we got cars flying in the air? Who is he? Been a long time, though. Little brother. You always say never turn your back on family, but you turned your back on me. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am, so please do like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on a list. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.